The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. The fall's most kick-ass new drama is about to kick off. Wednesday, October 10th, the highly anticipated new series All-American premieres on The CW. Suspense and superhero mastermind Greg Berlanti, producer of massive hits like Riverdale and Black Lightning, is now about to kill it in the sports genre as well. Inspired by local football hero Spencer Pacinger, All-American is about a high school football phenom from South Central who gets recruited to play in Beverly Hills. Tay Diggs crushes it as Beverly High football coach Billy Baker, a former star player in his own right who sees himself in Spencer. Coming off two losing seasons, he also sees Spencer as a ticket to job security. Billy promises Spencer the chance to someday go pro and give his family a better life. The relationship between a coach and a player who each have everything to lose is the driving force behind some pretty intense drama, both good and bad. If you could draft a fantasy football team for fall TV, All-American would be in a league of its own. Catch the series premiere of All-American Wednesday, October 10th on The CW. Welcome back to Riggles Picks. I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. Uh, with us, as always, Chandler and Gary. What's up, everyone? Hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. They sound so excited. Did you hear Chandler? She goes, <laughs> like a Bugsy. See? <laughs> <laughs> Look here <laughs> now. <laughs> 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 You're a goofy guy. There you go. I say. We also have a guest in the studio, a friend of Chan's. Yeah. Uh, Haley. Say hi, hi. Hi, Haley. Yeah. She nailed it. Nailed it with the hi, Haley. She did not know that was coming. (laughs) We told her she could sit in here, and then we're like, oh, by the way, you're the star. Haley, um, (laughs) look, I don't want to call you out and embarrass you because you're new to the show, but can someone please take a picture of her headset right now? (laughs) Oh, yeah. She doesn't have an on correct. <laughs> 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 Hold on. No, stay. Don't. Stay. We're going to help you, Haley. I mean, it works. I mean, it works. I mean, it does, but it is really fantastic. Oh, Haley's embarrassing me. me. <laughs> Got Chan. I'm the brains of our their roommates, family. just so yeah. you know. So Chandler chose this I person to live with. I seriously doubt that. I seriously <laughs> doubt that, Chan. It sounds like uh, Haley um, is quite a cook. <laughs> Yeah, well, she doesn't let me cook because apparently I almost burnt down our house one time. And yet you claim to be the brains of the outfit. I Maybe I'm just tricking everyone into thinking I can't cook so then I don't have to cook. Ooh, that would be double smart. Yeah. <laughs> double smart. Uh, double smart. That's, that's what it's <laughs> that called. That doesn't seem like the, a that's smart a technical, word. <laughs> that's a technical term. <laughs> double smart. It's in any psychology book. You can look it up. Rob's wow. that's official. I wouldn't want to know what triple smart is for Rob. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like alien intelligence. <laughs> Intelligence. Yeah, that's what triple smart is. Uh, oh, okay. Friends, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, and I want to thank our sponsors. Major League Baseball Playoffs is now here, along with all the incredible NFL and college football games. BetOnline.ag, your online sports experts and exclusive partner of Podcast One Sportsnet. Use promo code PODCAST1 to receive the 50% sign-up bonus. Um, 
Sorry. Also, make sure. I, really? <laughs> I don't know how to I use love it. that. I love that. Sorry, I don't know how to use a clipboard. Um, also, I uh, want to thank uh, Dos Equis. Keep things interestante. <laughs> you can never say that. I just nailed it. Interestante. That's what yeah. I said. Interestante. <laughs> I threw in a couple extra vowels. Big double deal. Double smart. Big Rob deal. Bigel, double smart. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's what it says on my tombstone. And your book. And my book. Oh, man, that would be a great title for your Hot D Double Smart. Trademark, trademark. Uh, Copyright, (laughs) that was close. That was close. Uh, Also, friends, download SquadQL now to help you optimize your fantasy lineups and win your matchup. If you can figure it out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Gary gave me the the look. I I downloaded SquadQL. Um, and it looks like it's going to be awesome. I'm very excited. It is awesome, actually. Uh, download. Oh, don't forget uh, the CW's new football drama, All American, every Wednesday on the CW. <laughs> yeah. See how sure, I spice sure, sure. that up? Sure, sure, sure. All right. So anyway, those are our sponsors, and God bless them. God bless them. How was your week? You you won your fantasy football game. You said one I of did. them. I beat Matt Walsh. Um, nice and uh, won my fantasy. And he beats he, Matt Walsh. He uh, he wrote me last night <laughs> a little aggressively. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, there was a certain tone to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he seemed upset mm-hmm. um, that uh, Tariq Cohen scored as many points as he did. Uh, yeah. But I'm also at the same time, I'm like, you're a Bears fan. Chill out. You yeah. should be happy that the Bears did so great. Yeah, the Bears but are doing great. When, when uh, you know, look, I'll take a Chiefs win over a fantasy win mm-hmm. because I'm a fan. He should take the Bears win over yeah. the fantasy win. But look, that's Walsh's life. I'm not going to get involved. It's his baggage, and I'm not carrying his rocks today. <laughs> okay? He can take all that hate and put it in his bag and his walk rocks. around with it. Okay. I'm not carrying it. Mm-hmm. Not going to carry it. Not going to engage in his foolishness. Mm-hmm. Is childishness. I'm three and one in both of my leagues. Wow! I know. I'm pretty excited. You're doing very well. On, in our league, I have Kirk Cousins, Stefan Diggs, and Kyle Rudolph. So I get so many points every time. You went Kirk Minis- Cousins. You went Minnesota heavy. I went Minnesota heavy, and uh, the only time Minnesota I wasn't fan, right though. was uh, last week when they lost. The week before last, when they lost. Uh, but I've they've scored me a hundred points by themselves. Those three every week. But you're not a Minnesota fan. Not a Minnesota fan, but I know that that I always like doubling up wide receiver and quarterback. So whenever I pick a quarterback, I always pick his number one receiver, usually. So I, that's how I always angle my uh, draft. Good strategy. So it depends. You know, it's just it's kind of backfired for me <clears throat> in my other league, the Comedy Store League, because uh, Tom Brady was the number one quarterback when I was going to choose and so I took Chris Hogan, and that has really backfired on me. Yes. I so I've had has. to, like, bench Chris. But I did pick up Sony Michelle, who is now making a resurgence for the Patriots. So that's good. Even my, though, you know, I hate the Patriots, but I have to choose. My dilemma is I've made it painfully clear that I'm a homer. So everybody knows I'm a Chiefs fan. Yes, I know. Yeah. Well, in every league, they all know that. So mm-hmm. what do they do? They steal my Chiefs from me <laughs> yes, just to – honestly, just yeah. to – torment me and in the years past it's always been a little joke on them sometimes mm-hmm. but this year it's mm-hmm. really hurt i know i like know our good friend chris peasy took my home who's not re- yeah. necessarily a scumbag mm-hmm. but has scummy, but he dresses like one yes he does and, and he acts like one and he talks like one yeah so mm-hmm. all those things combined he stole – he was literally the pick before me. He yes. stole Patrick Mahomes from me, yes. which you witnessed. I watched. Yeah. 
And that's a scumbag move because he didn't want Patrick Mahomes. He wanted to hurt me. I also didn't think that that was going to pan out for him as well as it did. Yeah, and well, then he didn't I, know it either because you, he, uh, Patrick Mahomes was totally unproven when we drafted. Yes, completely. And he drafted him very early. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's a Bush League move on his part, yeah. but he's reaping the benefits. However, I, too, I have Tariq Hill. Mm-hmm. I have Travis Kelsey. Um, I and, even took the Chiefs kicker. I took uh, Butker. I have him, too. Yeah, because he's a solid kicker. Now, I've, I load up on Chiefs, yeah. and I'm very happy because this year it's been panning out mm-hmm. well. I'm so glad Kelsey's not hurt. I thought he was hurt that one play at the end of the game last night. Yeah, I can't have that. <sighs> that but was really nerve-wracking. I but. was shooting an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, it just, they, we went to 8.30 at night shooting this thing. <laughs> and so I could not watch the game. I had to follow it on my phone. So I was getting snippets because then they'd say, okay, we're back. And I'd be like, ah. So I'd have to go shoot the scene, and then I'd like dart out to real quick see what the scores had oh. changed. And um, but I, I did make a big proclamation on set. It was twenty three thirteen, start of the fourth quarter, and I said, "We're going to win this game. We're going to score fourteen points. They're not going to score another point. Final score twenty seven twenty three. And much like Strahan in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, I called it. Mm-hmm. I willed it." And it came to fruition. Nice work. Now, do I have superpowers? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, don't know. I don't. You're going to be humble about it. I don't know if I... I mean, if pressed, <laughs> I would say yes. Uh-huh. I have an unbelievable connection to the supernatural. Okay. And I can will things into being. Um, do <laughs> That's I, your superpower? Yes. Do I, do I use this force for good? Not always. Sometimes I would just want a parking space or a little extra meat in my burrito bowl. <laughs> but I can will that to happen, and it generally does. I have really good parking karma, too. Yeah. And I think it's because I think I do. And then whenever I need a spot, one opens up. See? And I, it you, could too, be. have the gift. <laughs> I have the gift. You have touched into the supernatural like yeah. I do. But I don't know if you have – you know, you're not quite – you're not a fourth degree. Are it's you double super? Are you the opposite too? Like when you know, when you always go like, oh, like I'm like I always know I'm going to pick the wrong line, and therefore I always pick the wrong line. Yes. Well, that's because you've willed that. I've willed that. You've willed that. You've, so do you have? You've manifested right. that. So I am powerful. Yes, you have the ability. Do you have an uh, an opposite uh, superpower? Like one thing that you always – something bad that always happens to you. Besides the picking the wrong line, which I too have cursed myself with. <laughs> yes, I've cursed myself. I've, I've done that to myself. I am in the process of undoing that because, again, I have the supernatural power to right. will things into existence. Yeah. Um, but, yes, that has been a long-time oh. curse of mine. A long time. Always at the airport too. Yes. Always at the airport for um, me. And then like at like a concession stand at, you know, whatever – Always. Professional game I'm at. Banks, grocery stores, <laughs> yeah. a line to get through the turnstile. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I will, uh, airport line. I, I pick it all wrong. All wrong. And I'm working on that. I'm really working on that. Cause I, I pick really... the wrong line getting on the plane. There's only one, but it's the wrong one. <laughs> I cannot stand people at the airport anymore. That's how I know I'm getting old. Yeah. When I've, I've started passive aggressively saying things to people. Like, are you in line? Yeah. Are you in line? Yeah. Or are you just standing near the front? Yeah. Or did, it's you, just, not your or did turn. you just cut in front are of me? Are you group seven? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. I can't stand the. Uh, <laughs> you know what sucks? So is mad. You stand there because you're there early. I'm, I'm always early. Me you can too. ask Chan. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm early to I everything. I know you are. And so I usually show up at the gate early if possible. Mm-hmm. And I position myself ready to move into position. Right. And 
the fucking douche nozzles <laughs> that show up with two minutes before boarding and they literally walk by everybody as if they're not there. <laughs> as if they're not there and go right up to the front of the line and stand there. Yeah. Or the schmoes. And that, they're not going on first. And by the way, have you noticed the amount of handicap uh, or wheelchair mm-hmm. folks? Mm-hmm. Has it quadrupled, it seems like? Oh, yeah, because they get on first. It's, I mean, the line of wheelchairs mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Yeah. There's like seven, eight, nine <laughs> passengers being wheeled onto the plane nowadays. Right. And they, wa- they walk up to the wheelchair. They walk up to the wheelchair. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, if someone has a problem, obviously that's that, yeah, that's please. why we have it. Yes. You know, that's why it should be like that. Mm-hmm. It just feels like the numbers have expanded. Greatly. No, laziness is a handicap now. Apparently, <laughs> laziness is a handicap, and uh, and so are children because they get to go on first. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. There's a whole. It's it's. There's a whole. I don't understand. Like you a have lot another person carrying your bags. You do not have to go on first. <laughs> Well, listen, listen uh, I, I know no. why they have these things in place, and of I get course, it because, yes. um, you know, traveling with small children, especially if you're oh, I can't a, even a single parent, that's, you know, you're, that's a lot. Let's help them. I'm with that. And, no, and they it, look like a roadie getting on the plane where they're just like, they have all this gear for the band. If you're elderly <laughs> and you need extra time, yeah, yeah, I'm totally sure. on board with yeah. that. If you have a broken leg, I'm totally on board with mm-hmm. that. If you have some sort of debilitating handy, I'm on board with that. I'm just seeing a lot of people that I'm, I'm – I don't know how they qualified. No. Other than the fact, because they're as happy as they can be. <laughs> yeah. They're not in any distress. Yeah, they're getting on the plane first. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, okay. They're like, there's plenty of room in the overhead. And it's not my place to question any of that. I just noticed the numbers seem to be growing. No, yeah, for sure. So. They are. People are, you know, and I get it. You know, I got, I gave up my seat the other day for one of those uh, situations where if you give up your seat, they'll give you a voucher for whatever. And uh, I wasn't in any hurry, and they had Delta had had to change the plane from a big plane to a smaller plane, and so they had they needed like forty people to give up seats, and they were giving away all this money, and I was like, meh, it's only gonna be two more hours. I'll just go sit in the Sky Club and watch the Americans on my phone. I'm not gonna. That's all I'm gonna be doing anyway. And uh, instead of a voucher, they give you a credit that you can use for a gift card for all these different places. So it's like, do you want to? Like $400 for Royal Caribbean or for Amazon or for Target or for Best Buy. Like all this stuff. So yeah. So I just got Amazon. I was like, oh, I'll just buy presents. Christmas Dang, presents. $400 yeah. in Amazon presents. Yeah. For real and for true? For real and for true. You could also use it for Delta as a gift card for Delta. But I'm like, eh. I like to. Who cares? I don't like. I like to buy my tickets because that racks up my miles for the end of the year. I'm trying to get my diamond status back. You know, what I'm trying to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Every lady likes diamond. diamond status. Trying to get that diamond status. Yeah. It's a lot harder this year than it was last year. <laughs> I don't know how you're a traveling fool. Oh, you, I know. You're yeah. getting ready to go do a big tour. Tell us about that. Uh, it's called the Kicker Tour. It's with uh, me, Steve Renazizi, and Sage Rosenfels. We're going to 10 different college towns. A lot of Kelmics won't do colleges. Tell me about that. No, we won't do colleges because they are uh, they live in a PC bubble, yeah. and they are annoying, and uh, they don't really laugh at a lot of things. Because they're afraid to. They're afraid to. Because they're afraid they're they'll be suspended from right, school yes, and called trained, a racist or something. Yes. yes. But this tour is a lot easier because we're only doing like 10, 15 minutes each of stand-up, and then we're playing all these different games with the students and giving away prizes, uh, a lot of it football-centered. All of it football centric. So it's also it's called late night tailgate, and we're going to be playing like cornhole and beer pong and all this fun stuff with them, along with doing a show. You're going to be getting trashed with coeds. Yeah, 
And I'm wondering per where, the huge. Yeah, where's my invite? Because that's totally my bag. That's on his checklist of things. You were to too do. busy. You were filming police uh, dramas or yes. comedies. <laughs> she was a firefighter this you time. You were. A I was. I was a firefighter. This time, yes. you've been on there before. Uh, not this one, but I am doing Modern Family next week. I'm oh, you are coming back as Gil Thorpe. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm so happy about that. Is this the last year of Modern Family? I believe it is. And that's I so it they're is. bringing back all the. Uh, yeah, all the uh, all the old uh, uh, standbys. Yes, your so. Eric Stone Street friend, also Kansas guy, right? Yes, yeah. yes. He's I know. A, he's a K State man. I'm a KU man, right? Uh, but we both agree on Royals and Chiefs. Yes. So we bond there. We have the same manager, him and I, and oh, yeah? he also has Kings season tickets. So I see him at Kings games. Yeah, a lot. he's a big Kings fan too. Big Kings fan. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think he and Rich Eisen watched the uh, Monday night game. Last oh, night. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's going to be a t- Do y'all play the Jets this year? Because that's Rich's team is the Jets. I don't believe we do. Man, they had this whole fun conversation this morning. I always talk about their show because I steal their takes because my boyfriend is on that show. But they were talking this morning about um, uh, nicknames for Patrick Mahomes. And yes. ugh, there's just so many good ones. Mahomey. Mahomey is great. Mahomey. Yeah. But cojones, cojones, I think is pretty good. Uh, Mahoney's. Like cojones, Mahoney's, like Mahoney's, Mahoney's. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. That uh, was my idea. Check out my hot Mahoney, because <laughs> you know I like to put hot in front of everything. Giant co- Mahoney's. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, all, it works. So many choices. So many. Do you choices. have a nickname? Uh, do I? Yeah. Not really. I mean, uh, Johnny, Johnny Hot Glove. <laughs> oh yeah, Hot Glove. Yeah, that's um, right. I forgot about Big hot Rig. Glove. A lot of people call me Big Rig. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to call you that. Yeah. Big Rig. Yeah. Who gave you that? Uh, I don't know, but it was more than one person. Like, um, was it like Rachel Dratch, maybe? Oh, yeah. It was somebody. I like that. She does seem like a good nickname giver. Amy Poehler used to call me Rig Bones. I don't know why, (laughs) but she did. (laughs) And uh, someone started calling me Big Rig, and then I just hear it from more than one person, so. That's how it goes. That's neat. I'm yeah. only just ever been like ST. ST? That's it. So simple. So simple. I like That's it. That's what my baby cousin calls me, ST, because she couldn't say Sarah. So she always calls me ST, and then she calls Chris Christopher. So ST and Christopher. Aww. I know. It's pretty cute. <laughs> Love when they mispronounce. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to work on that for you. Friends, <laughs> listeners, yeah. send in some uh, nickname <laughs> suggestions for Sarah Tiana. <laughs> Midnight Gas is already on the board. Well, it's Midnight Gas. Midnight Gas. We got a big board here, and we're going to be putting a list of names. Midnight Gas. Midnight Gas or Midnight Flash. Did my boyfriend text you that? (laughs) Midnight Gas. I was taking a guess. I was just taking a shot in the dark. He says, I sleep like a skydiver. He's been very upset. This whole process of living together has been different because now we're sleeping in the same bed every night. So he's not sleeping as well because he says, I sleep like a skydiver. Skydiver. That, like sprawled out? Yeah, like sprawled yes, out yeah. constantly, like flailing around as yeah. if I'm like trying to land. <laughs> and I also, our bedroom is hotter than our other, the other room. Not good. You Not can't good. sleep in a hot bedroom. I cannot sleep in a hot room. Cold bedroom. Cold. Yes. Freezing cold. Yeah. And then I'm under the covers and I feel great. Yeah. 
not happening because the AC is in the room next to it. Not as good. And he won't sleep with the fan on. So last night I had to go get a fan from the living room, like a floor fan, just pointing it up at my face. That's not good because then you'll dry (laughs) out and you'll have a sore throat. Listen, here's what you do. Go get one of those stand-up corner units that mm-hmm. rotate, you know, mm-hmm. you put in the corner, and it pumps out cold air. It sits in the corner. It'll fill the room. It rotates so you get a nice, even spread of the cold air. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it even has a filter, so it even, like, filters out the, the – Oh, I actually have one. I have, a, like, a swamp cooler type thing, something that you fill with water that puts out cold air. Those things take up a lot of electricity, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I thought you were going to suggest that I get a new boyfriend. (laughs) Man, I don't know. You need to get yourself a swamp man (laughs) who likes the hot humidity (laughs) and the lack of sleep. I need an Eskimo that wants it even colder. That's what I mean. But he's just, yeah, I don't know. He's, he's all like, I don't understand. Like, he's like, well, it's because you have clothes on. And I'm like, no, if I'm. Clothes keep me from getting too hot because if I touch you with our bare skin, yeah, then hot, we're going to be super hot. Hot flesh on he hot does flesh. Not yeah, He does yeah. not believe that. He does not believe that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We go to cryotherapy all the time. Yeah. We're in this minus 180 degree chamber. Mm-hmm. And when we touch our skin, it warms us up. That's why we're not supposed to touch while we're in there. Yeah. And he's like, no. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just fucking read a book. You understand? Like. No, it's not going to help me to just take my clothes. Like, I understand that that's what you want, how you want me to sleep. But I don't sleep naked because I'm afraid spiders are going to crawl up inside of me. a huge fear. That's that. the most honest thing I've heard in so long, and it's my, so true. It's my nickname. It's my spider snatch. <laughs> spider catch. Spider catch. I'm calling you spider web. That's your new call sign. <laughs> spider web. You're spider web. Yeah, cobweb is probably what you'd see down there if you, <laughs> if you took a you real I love too. I love how you described your boyfriend. You present stone cold fact and <laughs> yeah. logic. Stone cold. Stone cold. Not, it's irrefutable, and this is your response. Nah, nah, nah. It doesn't apply nah, to me. I don't think so. No, nah, I don't think that's right. No, no. It's gravity exists. Gravity <laughs> yeah. is real. Nah. I can prove gravity to you. Nah, I don't. I ain't buying I, it. He I might as well be it. a flat earther. This guy. <laughs> I swear to God, he is so. Hey, dumb. Speaking of flat earth, uh, earth guys, Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Remember how he said the world was flat? Yeah. Well, apparently he regrets it. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Yeah, finally. I guess he uh, he was appearing at some. Uh, Forbes uh, event for like superstars <laughs> under 30 or whatever and he gets and of course they open up for Q&A and mm-hmm. everybody comes at him everybody apparently comes at him sideways with the <laughs> why do you think the earth is flat <laughs> and apparently he's just like oh my god it was the biggest mistake I ever made in my life saying that not that he doesn't believe right. it just that he said it um, here's, here's what he said I think he even said um even if you believe in it, just don't come out and say it. Wow. That's for intimate conversations because perception while you're, re- while you're received and it changes. I don't know what that means. He said, adding that he didn't realize the effect his words would have. Um, so apparently a lot of school teachers have been coming at him. Science teachers have been coming at him sideways. 
in oh. public events and public venues and they catch them in the airport. They've been like, you realize what you've done? Do you realize I have to go in now and uh, teach the whole curriculum based on – because you said the earth is right. flat. My kids like to just – and they, you know the kids don't believe it, but they just want to provoke their science teacher. That's oh. all they're trying to do, really, if we're being honest. I don't know. I think kids would believe a professional athlete yeah. if they said something. That's why, like, the fact that he's like, I don't – I mean, uh, I shouldn't have – like, I didn't know that my words had that – it's like, how do you not know that your words have this much weight at this stage in your career? Yeah. Like, you tweet something, everybody comments on it. Like, you how do you not think that that has weight? Like, you and I, when we say something, that doesn't have a lot of weight. It's not going to get retweeted. 25,000 times. Maybe yeah, speak, 200. Uh, no, speak for yourself. <laughs> speak for yourself. People hang on my every word. Yeah, it's true. That's true. They can't true. live without it sometimes. Yes, big rig. Let me ask this, though. While we're on this kind of topic, um, I remember, was it was it Barkley who said, I'm not a role model, so back off? Like, he basically was like Charles Barkley. Yeah, I think I he was, appreciate that because he, he said he goes, I don't I don't have a responsibility. I don't owe you and your kids anything. So if I want to cuss, if I want to talk about women, if I mm-hmm. want to drink, if I want to gamble, if I, whatever I want to do, I'm going to do. And I don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. And then there was a whole other camp like Michael Jordan, Jordan or mm-hmm. whatever who was like, actually, you whether you like it or not, you have been elevated to a status where people look up to you and you carry some responsibility um how do you feel about that i don't i don't i don't think that that's fair well i don't think it's just because you want to play professional sports doesn't mean that a you should be your own model because Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you're just blessed with that gift and you're not you're not born a role model you're born an athlete whether you you know and then you apply yourself and then you're like well i'm not good at math so i might as well shoot at a rim but, like, I, I just don't think it's fair to label people as um, role models when they don't feel it necessary. Like, I feel the same way about pop stars and stuff like that. Like, people are going to listen to them, and you can choose what you want to do with that power. I think that's the same as comedians and actors. It's like, I need a certain level of free speech. I do stand-up, you know. my What I say on stage, I know carries weight and it has merit. And people listen to it. And so I choose to use that as a, as, a, as a platform to send a message, like a covert message. I don't beat people over the head with a message, but I just want you leaving asking questions. But I also think that I'm there to entertain and take your mind off of, like, all this responsibility that the world is trying to put upon us all yeah. the time. So I think it's unfair to label athletes as role models. I think there are certain athletes that are, mm-hmm. and there are certain athletes that aren't. And it's up to you as a parent to go, like, don't listen to him yeah. and teach them what a role model is. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, what do you think? <clears throat> I don't think about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't teach your kids anything? Nope, I don't think about it at all. Don't worry about it, don't care about it, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> Speaking of role models, (laughs) hey, listeners, this college football season, remember that a little exaggeration makes every story more interessante. Like Dos Equis, the only beer that fills every college football, the only beer to have its number retired, the taste that led former President Ben Franklin to tear down a goalpost, and the inspiration behind Steve Spurrier's nickname, the head beer coach. But most importantly, remember to keep it interessante this college football season with Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff. Dos Equis, Drink Responsibly, 2018, imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. 
Let me go back. <laughs> um, do you feel like when you were talking about, you know, uh, being up on the stage and we were talking about uh, role models and all that stuff, do you feel that people are lying in wait to be victims? Meaning, oh. meaning they, mm-hmm. it's almost like they are poised to be offended. So they're almost waiting for you to say or do something, especially as a comedian on stage. You know, if you come out and you, you take on a controversial subject and you say something, do you feel like they're spring-loaded to stand up and go, you can't say that, you can't, you can't, only yes. because they don't like it. Not because you've said anything that is, put the ism on the end of it, sexism, racism, blah, 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 blah. Just because they don't like what you're saying, they get to jump up and claim victim well, they status. cannot wait. People cannot wait to be a victim, yeah. a, and which to me uh, just makes you look like a victim. And constantly, and when people uh, feel sorry for you, they don't respect you. That's the number one uh, thing that I've learned in life is that, like, I'm not going to say I'm a victim because then people just look at you as a victim. Like, I've never thought of being a female comedian at the, as a disadvantage. I've always looked at it as an advantage because I'm already in a small group. But I think people aren't offended. They're worried someone's going to think that they're not offended. And that to me is offensive because you don't know what you're upset about. You don't you don't have any reason to be upset about a certain subject if it hasn't personally affected you. And you like that's why it just makes me upset like uh when I got in trouble with the NASCAR uh trouble, I put that in quotation marks, you know, it wasn't uh Mexican people who were offended by the joke that I said. It was a white guy in New York. And when you feel the need to stand up for a race, what you're saying is that that race doesn't have the power to do it themselves. And to me, that is so much more offensive. Mm-hmm. I, see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I just think that people love to be offended because it makes them think that they have an opinion. Well, I don't understand why people are so afraid to hear someone else's truth. Because I, there's a lot of truths. So many. There's a lot of truths out there. And I, always get, I, I, do, I feel like I notice lately that people don't want to hear anybody else's truth. No. Uh, well, or that there's the a possibility thing. that there is another truth. Well, that's the whole problem with Twitter and everything that's going on uh, in politics is that, like, all these people are upset and they don't even know what they're upset about. And they just gravitate towards one knee-jerk. issue. Knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. Everyone's guilty before they're proven innocent. Everybody's uh, a racist. Everybody's a sexist. Everyone's anti-feminism. It's like, God, I mean, you guys aren't even giving anything a chance to breathe and really figure out what the actual problem is. And then you have people on Twitter that are constantly um, ranting and raving. And I'm like, but you know that you're only talking to people who agree with you already. Like, you're not making a difference. I don't know what you think you're talking about, but nobody disagrees with you. That follows you. That's all these bubbles. That's all. all I mean, you go to New York, you go to LA, you go to the Midwest. Yeah. Everybody has a bubble Mm -hmm. and it's an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. And they rant and rave to the applause of their friends. Mm -hmm. And then when they find someone who challenges them on whatever they're ranting and raving about, they come unhinged. Unhinged. Because they're not getting love and support and applause (laughs) for what they're saying. They're being challenged on Mm -hmm. what they're saying. And instead of maybe understanding the challenge or maybe trying to find a, a, a new truth or find a truth that maybe may you, you have an empathetic listening ear where you can say, Oh, maybe I understand your point of view better. Or mm-hmm. I, I can see why that would be true for you or what that doesn't exist. It's either applause for yeah. my, for my rant or it is booze. 
There's no there's no <laughs> there's understanding. No in between. Yeah, it's it's really pathetic. it's on both sides. Yeah, you it know, is absolutely it's completely it is. Absolutely. on both sides. Both sides have are, are watching their own news stations who completely uh, with with their the news yeah. that they agree with. Yeah, that's why I used to watch Al Jazeera. I don't know if you ever. Look. I never did that. Well, Al Jazeera isn't funded by anyone in America, so their news was always unbiased and it was always international. It wasn't I have a just feeling about it was a America. little biased. Well, Al Jazeera, in my opinion, it I think wasn't. the BBC maybe. I could play that BBC, BBC game. I could sometimes. play that. B- I think. I think maybe. But it just like that's why Al Jazeera, in my opinion, was banned from America. Well, you we know can't what else, watch it on our TVs anymore. You know what else makes a lot of sense to me that's going on in the world right because the world is very confusing. But this makes a lot of sense. Six Flags has challenged <laughs> people to stay in a coffin for 30 hours. Uh-huh. Now, that makes a lot Can of sense. Can we choose the people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would like to submit three names, Gary, Chandler, and Haley. Sarah. Oh. <laughs> Poor Haley with her, uh, her messed up headphones. <laughs> Hope you know we're going to post that picture yeah. right away. Anyway, we're actually going to turn Wait, it into why? a billboard. <laughs> why are they making, Friends, asking uh, people to do that? Eureka, Missouri is posing a challenge to their guest in honor of the yearly Fright Fest celebration. If you can lie in a coffin for 30 hours, you might win $300. Might. Can I just say... $300? That is so not worth a whole day of your life plus six hours. Plus six. Yeah, that's right. 30 hours for $300? That's like below minimum wage. Yeah. That's the... And it says might. You might win it. You might not. It's the stupid. I don't know what Wait, this what is, that? but it's $10 stupid. An hour. If other people do it and complete the challenge, then the money goes into a raffle. And what I'll, do you mean? So, like, three hundred dollars is the option, and anyone who participates, if they all, if two people complete it, then they raffle out which one of those wins the three hundred. dollars So you might not even win it if you do it. Yeah, if yeah. you complete the thirty hours, you might still lose. But you get to keep your coffin that's slightly oh. used. So. Is that no, true? Yeah. that's not true. Oh that's my god, that makes that's well. Then I bet people would do it for a coffin. But Those things are expensive. Like the <laughs> it's a new low. It's a new low in America. <laughs> Where are they getting slightly used coffins? Right, I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. Well, sometimes they <laughs> display the body in it, and then they cremate the body. Oh, I yeah. see. So yeah, you, been... you, can't, you can't just prop them up in front of the saloon like the old days. <laughs> a ju- against a jukebox? <laughs> yeah. You can't weaken to burn them. We can burn them around the wake and then uh, cremate them. So they lay them in a coffin. That'd be pretty funny. So maybe that's where they get the semi used. <laughs> yeah, there's been a dead body in there already. Has it been dry cleaned? Like, no, it's steam? the grossest. I get the willies thinking about that right now. <laughs> I had to do something where I, I, had, to, I, had, to, I had to lay in a coffin. Uh, no, for a children's hospital. Um, what? Yeah, for the uh, for the uh, like a fundraiser. No, no, uh, Cordry show on uh, oh, 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 children's that hospital. Children's oh, children's oh, hospital. I thought it for a charity thing. No, like, no, 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 no. For no. an actual children's for a hospital. Show. That's so mean. <laughs> for a show, the very funny, very yeah, funny yeah. comedy no, show, children's that. hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to lay in the coffin. I was so creeped out by the whole yeah. thing. I hated every second of it. I hated every second. I uh, I had the willies the whole time. Oh, yeah. that's so creepy. Yeah. What would you? What would you wear to your funeral? I guess well, <laughs> I was just about to ask. Hawaiian that. shirt. I was going to say, like, what do you wear in your coffin? Coconut bra. 
Maybe just a coconut bra and a grass skirt. Yeah, yeah. And I would I want the uh, mortician to fashion my hand <laughs> so that the middle finger is up. Oh, just an Earl Thomas middle finger. Yeah. And with the rigor mortis, they could have stand my arm up. <laughs> so it's just sticking out of the coffin, me, my middle finger sticking up <laughs> to the whole congregation. Fuck all you motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck everyone. I've uh, told all of my friends that if I ever get married, I want my bachelorette party them to get me a coffin and mm-hmm. lay in it like I'm dead and basically like the death of my single life. And I want them oh. all to dress for a funeral and give read. you an, a eulogy. Yeah, and read their favorite things I did <laughs> as a single woman. This sounds like some deep therapy is what it sounds like. Do you think any of your friends would have a favorite thing that you did as a single woman? They would have too I've many. I've known you for years. <laughs> And I don't have anything positive to say about you. <laughs> That's what I want everyone to say. Chandler has a birthday coming up, don't you? Yeah. Oh, what birthday is it? 21? 23? 23. She's young. 23 is yeah. so insane. I do not remember 23. I think I moved here at 23. I did. I moved to L.A. at 23. God. Did you really? Yeah. You're oh. automatically victim status. <laughs> <laughs> Right? How old were you when you moved here? Oh, I didn't move here. Because you moved to New York first. Yeah, I, yeah that's right. I, yeah. I was in, well, I spent all my 20s in the Marines. Yeah. And then I got to uh, New York towards the end of my 20s and I lived there for 10 years and then moved out here. Your Marine pictures are pretty hot. Did you have a, uh, they are pretty hot. I don't know why I randomly said that. No, but. I dig it. <laughs> I dig it. Rob, well, don't why, are you, yourself. why are you sitting up straighter and bowing your shoulders yeah, out now? Is that it? He started flexing. What? I don't know what Chad's talking about. What? <laughs> what are you going to do for your birthday, Chandler? Uh, we're going to a sushi bar that lets you dance on the table. Oh, what's that? that, that that's a um, GR Fun Rockets or what? what's that place it's called? It's called Tokyo Delve. Oh, yeah, Tokyo Delve. Yeah. In the valley. Yeah, it's in the valley. And there it's before. got like sharks on the ceiling and... I don't even – it's the weird – there's, like, Christmas decorations. Oh, that's right. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, Sharks on the Ceiling is yeah, right. uh, the name of my fantasy team. <laughs> it's not. I like I it if it was. was. If it was, I was like, all right, you're pretty cool. <laughs> you know what else is cool? What? Uh, this high school football team I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, an L.A. football coach got fired after his players spiked the water with sex enhancement drugs. <laughs> this is a team focused on football. This is a team focused on the X's and O's of football. Wait, wait, wait. Sex enhancement, like Vi- Viagra? Sex enhancement drug. Um, Male enhancement drug. So, uh, like four hymns? Luis uh, Barjas, I guess, was fired on August 7th as coach of the Bernstein High varsity football team in Hollywood after an investigation uh, from an incident where two students put the drug in junior varsity team's water, an investigation by the Los Angeles Unified School District, discovered that the coach didn't bother to notify school officials or parents. Because <laughs> why? Why? That the players had possibly ingested contaminated water until two weeks later. According to the Times, district spokeswoman uh, investigated, we did not find evidence that the students actually drank the contaminated water. In addition, she told the Times the water had never been tested. So we don't know. We don't know. There's no, where's the hard There's evidence? There's no pr- hard. I want, I want hard, hard, hard evidence. Yeah, thank you for Viagra noting. Hard evidence. Yeah. Thank you for noticing, so, um, which I totally didn't know. Pun, uh, pun unintended. Um, so it looks like there was no enhancement to the team's on-the-field performance. First of all, <laughs> well, what? are they going to have the boners in their protective cups? 
Why? It doesn't work. You don't even have to give high school boys stuff to have exactly. them have boners all day. They have boners all day. All day. All day. Nonstop. Yep. That's why and you can't have I, female teachers. I'm talking <laughs> – the only advantage it would give a football team is if I was doing – if I was warming up for the game and everybody on their team had boners, I would be intimidated. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be like, I don't want to tackle yeah. that guy. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why they're so excited to play football, but I do not like this, sir. I, w- I do not want to play today. Yeah. I'm not, no. Sir, uh, can I sit out? Yeah. Sir, they all have boners. I mean, all of them. They all have raging boners, and they're not even trying to hide them, sir. I, I forfeit. We forfeit. We forfeit. Boners just, they're all out there doing jumping jacks. One, two, three, one, one, two, three, Jeez. two. And you just be, it would be awful. Right. So, You're like, I'm only tackling the white guys because yeah. they have little boners. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Okay. <laughs> little boners is also the name of my uh, fantasy team. <laughs> hey, you guys, want an unfair advantage to dominate your fantasy football league? Well, look no further and download SquadQL, the only mobile app you need to crush your friends and rivals this year. SquadQL recommends the best starting lineup for you each week based on your starters, bench players, and free agent pool. You may ask, how does SquadQL actually do this? Well, the app connects directly to your Yahoo, ESPN, and CBS leagues, pulling in your actual roster and your league scoring settings. SquadQL provides waiver and trade recommendations, plus the app gives you player rankings each week, and it's all based on your league settings. SquadQL truly is your go-to app this fantasy football season. Head to SquadQL.com. To download SquadQL, your all-in-one fantasy football manager. SquadQL is brought to you by the creators of RotoQL. RotoQL, <laughs> the leading daily fantasy lineup optimizer, trusted by 100,000 DFS players. You can also download RotoQL for your free, for free for both Apple and Android. Roto! <laughs> you got it. SquadQL, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Man, I am like sweating. I've been laughing so hard. This is a fun episode. You guys, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> While Rob finishes his cookie, let's let you. I have been trying to between ta- between. No, you always try to hide it, and it is so obvious. <laughs> also, I'm looking at you. Also, I, I go like I've... this. I always go. So, Sarah, what do you think about that? And then I <laughs> and dive you, over and, and then I start you hear munching. the crinkling. Yeah, you like put a question on me so that I'll start talking so that you can eat your dang cookie. I like my cookie. <laughs> Roto. Roto. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, friends. Go ahead. Homecoming queen makes game-winning kick on the football field. Oh, I love that. Well, you want to hear about it? Sure. Kaylee Foster. Mm-hmm. There was no question that she would attend homecoming dance. With the star of the football team, that's because she was the player <laughs> who kicked two field goals and the game-winning point after a touchdown. The senior at Ocean Springs High School in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, was also crowned homecoming queen just before the big game. I don't have any words, Foster told Mississippi Press. After the game, this has just been so wonderful. I love football and I love Ocean Springs. According to the uh, Mississippi Press, Foster has been a place kicker since middle school, where she continued to play the sport in high school. When asked whether she was more nervous before the homecoming queen announcement or before she made the kick, Foster said, I was pretty sure I was going to be homecoming queen, but I was pretty sure I was going to make that kick. Wait, are both positive. I wasn't, I'm pretty sure I wasn't, wasn't going to Oh, be wasn't. Home. Okay, that's a key. I was going to say, she's kind of full of herself. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, I like her confidence, but uh, okay, Kaylee. Yeah, this is a like, Rob Riggle of girls a, kickers. Take it down a notch, Kaylee. <laughs> Kaylee. Uh, but anyway, um, she's uh, she's quite the quite the package there. So she's kicking, kicking. Love it, kicking field it. goals and game winning extra points, and then she's putting on the crown mm-hmm. and taking it to the dance floor. So. Hats off. Hats Crowns off. off. Yeah. To uh, Miss uh, Kaylee Foster. That's so cool. I yeah. would totally, if I had a girl, I would totally teach her to be a field goal kicker. My, da- my be daughter played uh, football with the boys mm-hmm. uh, in middle school. Now, not tackle because yeah. they, they didn't offer it. And I don't know if I'd want her because the boys start hitting puberty about that time and they yeah. can get very violent. Especially um, if their coach spikes their, their water. Fault. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. Especially if they spike their water with boner juice. Um, you don't want your your one girl out there. Yeah. She, oh, God. No. Life, that wouldn't be good. Life's tough enough. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think that's very cool. I think it's very so cool. So cool. If you have the talent yeah. and you have the desire, you should not be denied. I think that will be the next big uh, change. I think there'll probably be uh, a, a very outspoken gay football player, and then there will be a female. There's kicker. been a couple already. Yeah, but I think we need like a star. You a know, star. I would I would say that the the gay football players that have been have not been like, you know, as big as like like standout players. Is that what you're saying? Like yeah, all like stars? a Saquon Barkley. Like I'm not yeah. saying that he. I'm just saying that like people like an all star, an all star, like yeah. a Mahomes. You know. Yeah. Boy, Mahomes, I saw pictures of his girlfriend yesterday. They, somebody posted them on the Daily Mail. Now, why is that anybody's business? But go ahead. They've been together for three years, but she's – no, no, no. She's like a uh, a fitness guru, like nut. And like – so she takes a lot of pictures of herself in like uh, doing like crazy fitness things, and it's pretty dope. Yeah. Like imagine the specimen of a human being that those two would create if they end up getting married and having children. And they've been together for three years, which I think is great, you know? Yeah. I like when athletes, you know, meet somebody nice in college, you know, like Matt Stafford did that. Uh She played basketball at Georgia. You know a lot about Matt Stafford. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. You know. (laughs) A little too much. Well, I'm worried about that. I know his address. Do you want it? (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, he's he's been the message on my phone for nine years. Yeah. Yeah. You've had a deep crush on Matt Stafford for many years. Yeah, ever since he was the quarterback at Georgia, All-American, you know. Yeah. Maverick's name is Maverick Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Is oh, my that, gosh. Is that the full name? No, his name is Lieutenant Pete Mitchell. I just call him Maverick. <laughs> By the way, I went to the air show in San Diego at Miramar. I, I think I saw some of that oh on your God. Instagram. Oh, my God. It was the coolest thing that I've ever – I've been wanting to go for as long as I've known about it. Yeah. So that's probably been like 12 years that I've been driving down to San Diego. And, you know, you – after uh, Pendleton, you pass like a little air air force. Oh, you know, it I always went... has a big sign on it, but that's not where the air show is. You know, I, I went to Command and Staff College at Miramar. Oh, you did? Yeah, for two oh, years. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I had not been out there, you know, and Top Gun is my favorite movie. I know every line. And obviously my dog is named... Lieutenant Pete Mitchell. Yes. I bought a flight suit so that yeah. I could dress up as Goose yep. for uh, Halloween. So I have Maverick and Goose together. Love it. Love it. Uh, and, um, <laughs> yeah, so it was the first time I went, and I was, like, so impressed with just the jets and the tricks and the flybys. I was just like, if I could I, – I did not need any boner juice. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. I was incre- – you know. Did it, you ever see the video of me flying with the Blue Angels? No. Oh, my God. Why do you do this to me? 
It's as if you've never <laughs> met me. <laughs> I told you I've never seen anything you've done, including your Instagram videos. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me every which way. Gary, it's the thank you, Gary. What? Are you going to put it up? Yes. Oh, my it's gosh. The, uh, funny, in... It's Funny or Die. It was my oh. Top Gun 2 audition. Here we go. There it is. It'll oh. be coming up in just a second. I love that. I wish I could have. I've never been on an aircraft carrier. That is also like bucket list. I haven't gotten to do those tours because, uh, oh, here it is. Did you pass out? I did. Hey, oh, from I'm this. Rob Riggle. You know, the other day I was doing my daily internet search and I found out that they're making a sequel to Top Gun. Top Gun 2. Ho oh, I'm telling you, if there was a role I was meant to play, it's the role of Maverick's friend or Maverick's enemy. <laughs> Or a guy that kind of knows Maverick. Whatever. It's awesome. I decided to put out an audition tape. I'm going to beat everybody to the punch, have the first one in. So I called my friends at the Blue Angels to help me out. Hey, Ringtone, you ready to go do this? Ringtone? ringtone. Is that my call sign? Yeah, whatever. Let's, let's, let's get out of here before anybody finds out, all right? Yeah. Ringtone. Oh, that sound. This is ballistic launch. Oh, my God. We went straight. We went straight vertical. Oh you ready to go? Yep. Ready, hit it. Hit it. Oh, go yeah. ballistic. Go ballistic, man. <laughs> Talk to me, Maverick. It's me, Ringtone. Is that you on your side? Best friend. The guy in the back seat. El Centro Tower. Droopy and Ringtone. Requested flyby. That's an egg Ringtone. Please keep this channel clear. After a seventy-minute flight, where we did everything, we yeah. did bombing runs. We did. Yeah. We were yanking and banking. It was. It was the most intense flight. We broke <sighs> the sound barrier. Oh we yeah. We did Immelman split S's. We did the whole aerobatic syllabus. We got done. I was. I mean, I was soup sandwich. I had no G suit on. No G suit. What does that mean? Uh, normally, when you have a G suit on, there are these bladders that go around your legs, and when you pull a certain amount of G's, like over three G's, it fills with air instantly, and it pushes all that blood and keeps all the blood up in your head. Oh, and that's what—that's how you can pull hard G's. Like you can do oh, a, as can a do pilot, a, so you that can, you don't pass out. Right. So you're doing five G turns or whatever. Well, the Blue Angels don't fly with G suits, so I didn't get a G suit. So I had no G suit. So I'm up there, and we finally—he did—he he came in for a landing, and he, he did a short break, which means we're not doing the full mm-hmm. landing pattern. We're going to do half of it. 
So he threw it over. We did seven and a half G's and uh, seven and a half G's. And I fought it as hard as I could. I went, huh, huh, yeah, huh, uh, trying no. to get the blood in my head. And I finally came to it because the, the whole world grayed out. And then it went. Boop. Yeah, bye. And in that whatever it was, 10 seconds I was out, I had a full dream. No. Yeah. Full get dream. Out Beginning, of here. middle, and end. No. And, it, and when I came to I was I felt like it was morning. I go, mm, wow, what's going on? <laughs> And it, and it took me a while to realize I had passed out. Like I was like, "Yeah, I'm here. Why?" That is and then terrifying. I was like, oh, sh- oh shit! I went to bed. Like that I was is out. Terrifying. Yeah, it was awesome. When they say go to sleep. <laughs> wow, yeah. you went to sleep. Yeah, that is insane. Oh, I tell wow. you, there's a lot of things that are insane out there. Mm-hmm. One of them is it's the Sportsnet Challenge. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. Is it the well, Sportsnet Challenge? Okay. Well, listen, our picks this week. Uh, for the hashtag Sportsnet Challenge are... All right, we're going to take Cincinnati over Miami. Cincinnati's at home. We're going to take Carolina over the New York Giants. We're going to take Houston at home over Dallas. We're going to take the Rams on the road in Seattle. And our lock of the week is Denver over the Jets. That is a lock! Lock! I'll tell you what, though. Shaq did overtake us by one point no! this week. I know one point he overtook us and that's because it's a free throw which he, he's not good at <laughs> he's so lucky it was a shot in the dark it's like when he shot his free throws he just yeah. kept his eyes closed yeah. and would just throw it in it that general in. direction yeah well that's what happened here so i don't know but word to the wise riggles picks coming to reclaim the yeah. streets yeah <laughs> reclaim what is ours the top yeah we were at the top and we're gonna be top again because that's where we belong Shaq must be getting some help Oh, he's totally getting help. Either that or he's throwing darts at the page because he doesn't know what he's doing. No. Join the conversation on Twitter, by the way, with uh, hashtag Sportsnet Challenge. Listeners can now really get behind their favorite talent like Sarah and myself, mm-hmm. uh, Chandler and Gary, um, by betting on them. You can bet on us. BetOnline.ag has odds on each talent for the season long Hashtag Sportsnet Challenge. Visit podcast1sportsnet.com. Click bet check lines, in quotes, uh, and you will find all the odds. Time to put your money where your mouth is. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay? How about this? We're having so much fun with our Sportsnet Challenge. Pick them. If you want to get involved, yes, you, you too, join betonline.ag. Pick them. Where you could win twenty five large. That's twenty five k, twenty five thousand for the for the slow dimwits out there. <laughs> Use podcast one code to receive a fifty percent welcome bonus. NFL, college football, and the biggest UFC fight of the year. It's all happening. It's a sports fans dream. Don't wait any longer to make your online wagers and head over to betonline.ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the biz. <laughs> Use promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. That's PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus. BetOnline.ag. <laughs> and speaking of the biggest fight of the year, Conor McGregor versus Kahib Nurmagomedov. <laughs> Say, it. Nur- Say Nur- it, Gary. Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, Nurmagomedov. <laughs> Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> Kahib Bernie Madoff against Conor McGregor. Uh, UFC October 6th. 
Uh, that's coming this weekend. This Saturday, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, this Saturday. Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena. All wagers, lines, prop bets for this huge fight. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Only place to get all the action. Sign up today for a new account to receive 50% signing bonus. Use the promo code PODCAST1. Uh, Hold on. You don't want to miss out on all the action. <laughs> McGregor, NFL, college football, one place to go. BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag, our exclusive partners. Podcast One Sports Today. Yeah, we actually just awarded like five people a hundred bucks from the contest that we had a couple weeks ago. So oh yeah, a bunch of people. So it's got, for real? Oh <laughs> yeah, it's for real, for real. And speaking of Vegas, um, I'm going to be there November uh, 9th and 10th, I believe, Ooh, Friday, nice. Saturday with uh, with Tosh at the Mirage again. <sighs> and so I just want to apologize to everybody in Sunny Rail, California, because I had to move my rooster tea feathers dates. And I know we have some listeners there. Uh, especially the guy that I think that asked for my chicken and dumplings recipe. So I apologize, but I will be back. And I'll actually be in Monterey with Tosh. So if that guy contacts me, I'll get you tickets to that show in Monterey the day after Thanksgiving. Instead. There you have it, friends. Sarah Tiana looking out for her fans, <laughs> reaching out to them, keeping them posted, keeping them aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and where you'll be. That's God right. bless you for caring so much. Uh, about, the, so about the common man. Well, I'm going to be in New York at the end of the month, and I don't care about anybody there. I'm just kidding. Okay, I do. I do. I hope everybody comes to Caroline's. Yeah, it's my first time oh, playing Caroline's. You're co-headlining with, uh, with some Santino. schmuck. Santino. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Santino. I'm just having fun. Yeah, um, he's not listening. <laughs> what, do you call, what do you call your fans? Like, you know, there's believers. Oh. Yeah. To hydrants? Tianafins. Tianafins. Tianafins squares. Tianafins. Tianafins squares. I dig it the most. I'm a Tianafins square. That's actually the name of my... my uh, Your communist get-together league? Fantasy football Your reading club where you also sit around and read the communist manifesto? That is the name of my fantasy football league, my team in our league. Tianafins square. It is. You wouldn't know that because you're... Kylo, Wynn, Riggle. That's right. And the only reason I named myself that is because <laughs> there was a Kylo Ren, uh, right. what is it, Avatar? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's the only one I could get to load. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll be this. And then I just changed Ren to Wynn. you got your name? Oh, man. If it was, a, trust me, if it was something cooler, I would have done it. But I was like, this is the only thing I can get to download. One of the guys in my comedy store league, changed, uh, Adam Eget, who's like the manager of the uh, comedy store, he changed his uh, team name to Two Girlies, One Cup. <sighs> That's such a great name. <laughs> they both play on the same team. Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley, Two Girlies, One Cup. That's great. I've been seeing some uh, great uh, fantasy football names with the player Chubb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's a Georgia player, wasn't oh, he? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But they've, Very been, much so. they've been saying naughty things about Chubb, mm-hmm. which well, I won't repeat her because there's three ladies here. Well, when we. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for including me in that. Yeah. Or are you talking about Gary? I was talking about Gary. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, when, when uh, Todd Gurley played for Georgia, everybody had shirts that said, I'm a girly girl. And then Gurley got hurt, and Chubb was his backup, and Chubb came in and was like, going crazy so everybody crossed out girly and said chubby i'm a chubby girl and it was the best it was like so, so self-aware and awesome of the freshman 15 it was so great <laughs> i love it all uh, right well hey good luck to you on the road thank you very much um and um Haley, come back next week <laughs> will you let me check my schedule all right yeah. perfect but uh, you're invited back um gary thanks as always thank um you. And uh, Chandler? Yes.
Good to see you again. All right. <laughs> it's, uh, this has been Rob Riggle. Thanks for listening to Riggle's Picks with... Sarah Tiana. Yeah, and the rest of the team. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger. I used to host the Art of Charm podcast, but now it's time for something new. The Jordan Harbinger Show. Did you know you can be entertained and actually get a boost in your life at the same time? On this show, we dig into the superpowers of the world's most interesting thinkers and top talents. Then we deliver them to you right into your ears. But I get it. We're not all superheroes. That's why we give you their blueprint so you can live what you listen. After a thousand interviews, learning five languages, and getting arrested in a country that doesn't even exist anymore, I'm now more ready than ever to introduce you to The Jordan Harbinger Show. Listen free to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app. Deaths in Afghanistan. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. U.S. forces say three American service members and a U.S. contractor were killed in a roadside bombing near Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Court documents show actress Felicity Huffman has agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions cheating scandal. She's accused of paying $15,000 to have a proctor boost her older daughter's SAT score. More changes at the Department of Homeland Security. A day after Secretary Kirsten Nielsen announced her resignation, the White House says Secret Service Chief Tex Alice will be leaving shortly. Three officials say the departures are unrelated, with Alice's move stemming from a personality conflict within the agency. That's AP Sagar Magani. A bond hearing has been adjourned until next week for a woman from China arrested at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. A federal prosecutor says she had a device to detect human, hidden cameras in her hotel room room when Secret Service agents searched it. She also had nine USB drives and five cards. I'm Ed Donahue.